When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT Podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart, New Tech. I'm your host and resident Old Fart, Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is the new tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. And of course, we're coming to you from the studios of the Factual Data Creation Facility. Now it's official, LG has shuttered its phone business. And speaking of business, they seem to be getting into politics. And why not? That's the way it was done by the Nazis and their spiritual successors, the CCP. MLB and Coke are hanging by a thread in this household. I already hated Delta. Farewell, Oculus Rift. I guess you didn't provide enough data to your parent Facebook and manufacture Lenovo to leverage. And finally, Fortran, a computer language almost as old as I, is making a comeback. And isn't it ironic that the state with the most draconian COVID-19 lockdown policies is the epicenter of infections in this country? I feel free in Michigan. You need to get rid of your power-hungry governor. Another irony. Why is it that the countries that are using the Chinese COVID-19 vaccinations have the most increases of cases? Hmm. At this point, shouldn't we be looking at finding treatments instead of solely at vaccines? And speaking of vaccines, I received the Johnson & Johnson shot oh. with my wife on Saturday. We had no appointment and just kind of fell into it. It wasn't planned. As far as side effects, my wife just has the sore arm. Myself, I had a slight headache at first, but by bedtime had a slight fever and body aches. Today, I have body aches and fatigue. Nothing major. When I used to get the flu shot, I experienced the same effects. Tech news. Google wins. Or is it Google wins? Bloomberg.com has the headline, Supreme Court overturns Oracle's copyright win over Google. Well, the headline pretty much sums it all up. After a 10-year battle in the courts, Google has emerged victorious. What was it all about? Well, let me tell you, way back in time when the mighty Steve Jobs was running Apple, he previewed the iPhone at a company board meeting. One member of the board was Eric Schmidt, then chairman of Google. 
Back then, Apple and Google were best buds, with the founders of Google asking Apple for help. Old Steve Jobs took them under his wing to help the then-new company succeed. Unbeknownst to Jobs and Apple, Google was planning on entering the smartphone business. They had quietly bought an operating system named Android from Mark Rubin and went to work on a phone which resembled a BlackBerry, which at the time was the most popular phone. After seeing the preview of the iPhone, Schmidt went back to Google and told them what he had just seen. Google then worked furiously to redesign Android to resemble iOS, and along the way, they borrowed from whomever they could. One of the things the company borrowed was Oracle's Java language along with the APIs, which are like shortcuts pre-written to be used when needed. Java itself is open source, but Oracle contended that fair use doesn't mean using the code to create a competing platform. Other companies like Samsung and Amazon had licensed Java to create platforms, but Google couldn't be bothered with this. After Android was released, the companies that had previously licensed Java either refused to pay Oracle or renegotiated a vastly lower fee, and of course this causing Oracle to lose a lot of revenue. This verdict puts an end to this battle, but after researching it, has lowered my opinion of the formerly Don't Be Evil company even further. They stole Apple's idea and stole Oracle's code to launch their phone and operating system, which now dominates the world. When Microsoft entered the fray with Windows Phone, Google refused to port any of their apps to the operating system, ensuring its downfall and cutting off a worthy competitor. When Microsoft tried to work around this, Google would sue them then like the next day after they tried to release their own version of Google software. Now who says crime doesn't pay? Continuing with Bloomberg.com and Google, Google AI Research Manager quits after two ousted from group, reads the headline. I covered the firing of the two members of the Ethical AI Division in previous episodes. If you didn't know, AI means artificial intelligence. The now former head of the company's AI program, Sammy Bengio, was the father of many of the things you enjoy on your Pixel phone, like the computational cameras, for example. After the firing of the two, Google basically bypassed Bengio by assigning the team members to another manager. I'm not so familiar with Mr. Bengio, but what I hear, he was a AI superstar and will be missed on the Google campus. I guess the Goog thinks it has enough of his knowledge to let him go. So remember, kids, don't be evil. And also remember, money talks and all the rest walks. Next up from Gizmodo.com, Apple's new iMac might finally go big. There have been many rumors that the Apple Silicon-based iMacs, which are slated to debut later this year, will also have a redesign. Well, you'd figure, right? The signature huge chin of the current models will supposedly go away, and the rear will be flat, making the new models resemble the current iPad Pros and Airs. Because of this bezel thing, the screen can be expanded. The current 21-inch screen model will be increased to a rumored 24 inches, while the 27-inch model will be expanded to 32 inches. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. For me, these new sizes will make it harder to pick which one I would get. Facebook had a big hack and a user data dump, and now LinkedIn has had one. This kind of stuff will continue until the companies that first vacuum, then sell and store your data are held responsible for these breaches. 
right now, there's no consequences for them, at least in this country. Now, I'm usually hard on Google and their privacy practices, but at least there have been no large-scale data hacks and dumps originating from them, at least not yet. Now, wait, let me throw another log on the fire. SAP, the German giant business management software company, has just disclosed some vulnerabilities within its software, and now users of said software are under cyber attack. Of course, back in 2012, SAP announced that it would transition to the cloud. Yeah, I believe the U.S. government uses SAP. SAP. What's in a name? The YouTube channel Front Page Tech, FPT, has leaked renders of a Google Pixel Watch, which will supposedly release in October alongside the Pixel 6 smartphone. In my opinion, the renders look great with a bezel-less and simplified display and really cool-looking bands. The watch is round, not square like the Apple Watch, but doesn't have that flat tire effect in at the bottom like the old Motorola did. We'll just have to see what the software is like when this thing comes out. I'm looking forward to it. Tech I'm using. Well, it's more like tech I am anticipating using. I've recently decided to buy a new vehicle. But if you've ever bought a, a new vehicle, you know the deal. Back in the Stone Age, when I bought my first new car, my budget was so low, there was no model stripped down enough to match my meager means on the lot. The dealer was forced to order a model that he would be able to sell me directly from the factory. The car arrived in two weeks and all parties were satisfied. Nowadays, the dealerships just want to sell you what's on their lot. Well, this old fart did not want to compromise. Well, not too much anyway, so I'm now awaiting my vehicle to arrive from somewhere. I know it's not the factory. The tech I'm looking forward to using is Apple CarPlay, finally. I'll let you know my impressions of it if and when I ever take delivery of my new car, so stay tuned. Entertainment News Quartz.com is reporting that former, I guess you can call him former now, James Bond star Daniel Craig will be paid $200 million to star in two sequels of the Netflix movie Knives Out. Good for him. I watched Knives Out and I enjoyed it. It wasn't the best thing I've ever seen, but it was very watchable. The old 90s show Nash Bridges is being rebooted according to an article on Yardbarker.com. I love the name of that website. Now, that's a reboot I can get behind. Don Johnson and many of the cast of the original show have signed on to the project, including Cheech Marin. It will be seen on USA Network. I watched the old series when I could, back in what they called The Day, and mostly enjoyed it. I'd like to see how, how they update it and what they do with it. I see Netflix making moves like the Knives Out sequels and also this week inking a deal with Sony for exclusive movies. Now, Stars had this contract, but that channel has perhaps the worst movie selection of all the cable movie channels, so I hope Netflix does better with it. Also, their series aren't that great either. I hope Stars' deal with Lionsgate helps out that situation. If I didn't get Stars included for free from my television provider, I'd have dropped them. HBO Max's gamble with releasing movies on the same day they are released in theaters seems to be paying off with more people subscribing to the service. I'm still waiting on the movie Tenant, which was released to theaters just as the lockdowns arrived, was available for rent at a high price, 
And now it has to be turned to the theaters. That's got to be a first for a movie. I wish HBO Max would just put it on their service already. I hear it's coming in May, but it has been streaming on Amazon Prime overseas since March 31st. That doesn't seem fair. Disney Plus seems to be kicking butt. I guess I'm just not really a Disney fan because besides The Mandalorian, I found nothing to watch on that service, causing me to drop it. I can't see how the large movie theater chains can remain open. With the advent of affordable large-screen televisions and sound systems, why would you bother going to a theater? Sure, movies like King Kong vs. Godzilla would look a lot better on the big screen, but other movies uh, wouldn't benefit enough to justify the travel, expense, crowds, and health risks of going to a theater. I know that's how my family feels about it. What does your family feel? Podcast News Apple is releasing a podcast which is a companion to an upcoming Apple TV Plus show. This is from Engadget.com. The new podcast is based on the upcoming show, The Line, which itself is based on the story of former Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher. This is a great idea, and I wish more shows would, would do this. Now, as far as Apple goes, the rumors are still circulating on the intertubes about the fruit company's imminent shutting down of their podcast index and going for a subscription model and exclusivity with future shows. I think there's a good chance this will happen. And that was all made possible thanks to Adam Curry and his podcast index. I don't know if Apple will be successful at this, but if they bundle their new podcast service with their one service, they might have a shot at it. From SBNation.com Spotify quietly deleting Joe Rogan episodes. In an article in which the author seems to applaud censorship, as long as it's not of her political view, we learn that Spotify has deleted over 40 older episodes of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast that the company deemed controversial. Mr. I guess a hundred million dollars, Rogan is aware of this, but isn't concerned. Well, Mr. Sella, what was with all the statements about not tolerating censorship when it was first announced that your show was going to be a Spotify exclusive? The author of this article was sure Mr. Rogan would be in trouble again because of his continuing transphobia. SBNation.com is primarily a sports site, so I don't know why this article was here. Myself, I never really get into Rogan's podcast and really don't know why it's so popular. Perhaps that's why I'm not doing very well with this podcast thing. <laughs> Until his big Spotify deal, he was the biggest independent podcaster. Well, money called, he answered, and for the amount offered him, I can't blame him. The folks over at podcastmovement.com are celebrating the announcement that efforts to unionize the Ringer and Gimlet Media, two Spotify-owned podcast networks, were successful. Expect subscription prices to increase shortly. Just saying. Well, to wrap up this section, independent podcasters are still waiting for the so-called celebrity podcast bubble to pop. Checking my podcasting news feed shows no slowdown of celebrities jumping into podcasting. I remember before the pandemic, stand-up comedians used to joke when an actor's career slowed down, they always try to fall back on stand-up comedy, and they almost always failed. I guess podcasting has taken stand-up comedy's place. The difference being that these celebrities are backed by writers, producers, editors, talent bookers, and more. 
They are not putting a single cent into their podcast and have nothing to lose. Comedians, though, do put their money where their mouth is. Once they are able to perform again, they'll podcast only when they feel like it. Hopefully, Hollyweird will be fully open soon, and most of these celebrities will return to the industry and drop their podcasts. One can hope, anyway. Time for a rant. The state of Georgia decided to tighten up its voting laws after the fiasco of the last general election. Of course, the communists and their minions came out and called it racist and claimed it would suppress the African-American vote. That's because we all know that African-Americans don't have any form of picture ID, nor do they know how to use the Internet. As usual, the people making these broad-brush inferences are college-educated white liberals, mostly white females. I can't speak for African-Americans, unlike the indoctrinated ones I've just described, but I'd be a little upset at these self-appointed allies because of their obviously low opinion of African-American capabilities. In fact, I wouldn't want to be allies with them at all. The real Big Red Machine went into overdrive and spewed out as much falsehood and misinformation as they could, and the camp followers reported it all. What surprised me was the swiftness that big business jumped in. The MLB moved the All-Star Game out of Atlanta to Denver, Colorado, a state that already has a state voter ID law. The movement of the game hurt Atlanta, which I might point out has a majority African-American population. Aren't these the people you are saying you're defending? Then I had a revelation. This all has nothing to do with helping anyone. It's all about the optics. It looks good, and a lot of praise was heaped upon the MLB and its president by the usual pundits, the blue check marks on Twitter. Well, I have news for you, Mr. MLB president. The communists, leftists, and progressives aren't the ones watching baseball. It's people like my friends, family, and I. And we're very close to punching out of your sport, like we have already, football and basketball. As far as Coke goes... Their stuff comes mostly from China now, so I'll start looking for a replacement, or even better, just stop drinking soda altogether. Delta is a garbage airline, and I'm talking from experience. I would never fly that outfit again. Good luck after losing your tax relief down at your hub in Atlanta. Or are you guys planning on just throwing money to the DNC to overthrow all the Republicans you can in Georgia? If that doesn't work, I guess you can move your hub to an overcrowded and overtaxed hub like New York or maybe L.A. Why can't everyone, including corporations, just keep their politics to themselves? Take this as a warning. Before you know it, we will be living in a one-party state with a diminished opposition with hybrid multinational corporations teaming up with the government to call the shots. The only difference between the CCP and the Nazi regime will be optics. They'll allow a handcuffed opposition, much like they do in Venezuela. But what do I know? I'm just a military veteran and law enforcement type with a microphone and a big mouth. 74 is finished. If you're still listening, I'd like to thank you. You're a real fan of the show. Hey, can you do me a favor? Tell your friends about OFNT so my numbers can increase. I'd appreciate it. Well, enough begging. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you, and I hope you found it worthwhile. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. Tell me what you liked about it and disliked. 
I'd love hearing from you. So be safe. I'll see you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Spring is in the air. So what are you still doing here? Enjoy the weather and start by getting off my lawn. I'm out. See you next week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.